on an average, a company has roughly 200 to 300 different cross-functional processes that they need to maintain to run their operations. Now, most of these processes are not going to be as tightly integrated or embedded, and that's why they are not as core for your ERP. So which are the top 10 non-core cross-functional ERP business processes? That's what we are going to discuss. Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now, here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hello, everyone. My name is Sam Gupta. I am principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm. We help our clients with digital transformation strategy, change management, business transformation, ERP selection, as well as ERP implementation. On that note, let's go back to today's topic, which is going to be the top 10 non-core cross-functional ERP business processes. So when you look at these business processes, one of the things or one of the argument that you are going to get is that, okay, which are core, which are non-core, and how do you decide that? So typically the driver for these processes are going to be the tightness and the integration required with the process, how tightly integrated it is going to be with the financial workflow. And that is what dictates whether it needs to reside inside your ERP system or not. So let's now look at the list. Number one on our list is dispatch to deliver. And this particular process is going to be applicable as soon as you have the shipment that leaves your dock and after that, whatever happens. So the whole supply chain is going to be involved depending upon what you might be shipping. So this is going to be your external supply chain. There might be multiple legs involved in the whole interaction. And finally, the customer or consumer is going to get the product. There might be things such as your electronic signature process. And sometimes as part of this process, you need to have the whole scheduling piece where you are scheduling for each of those chains and you need to keep track of where the good is. You might require the tracking number. Once everything is done, you might want to send this tracking number to the customer as well so that they can keep track uh, of that as well. So all of that exchange is going to be part of this process. So. Overall, in terms of the departments, for the most part, your logistics is probably going to be involved. Operations is going to be involved. Sometimes the procurement may be involved, depending upon if you are shipping pallets to your store, they are typically responsible for your merchandising planning. They need to make sure that they are going to get pallets uh, at the right time in the store. So they might be involved with this process as well. So these are some of the departments that are going to be involved. For the most part, from the system perspective, you are looking at the TMS system, depending upon how involved your transportation processes are going to be. And then you might have WMS involved. TMS or supply chain suite is probably going to be the system that is going to be involved as part of the process. And that's why it is not as critical for ERP unless you are hosting this process inside your ERP system. There are going to be some ERP systems that have uh, TMS capabilities built as part of the ERP, and you might 
keep this particular process, but that's not going to be the norm, uh, you know, with all of the ERP systems. And that's why, and sometimes the processes that you're going to have inside ERP, that might not work for your workflows. So you would anyways require a best of breed system, specialized system. So that's why it is not as critical for your ERP business processes. And that's number one. Number two on our list is the hire to retire process. And this is for your HR department. For the most part, the security requirements that you have for data inside HR follows a very different life cycle. They have very different needs in general from the data security perspective. They have very different compliance workflows as well. And even if your ERP system can support the HR payroll, the whole hire to retire process, your HR team is not going to be as efficient because they need to move fast with respect to the recruiting, hiring, and the ERP will slow them down. And that's why most companies end up using some sort of a specialized HCM system for their hiring. There might be some companies that might be able to support the HCM process as part of ERP as well, but that's very rare. And that's why this particular process is not as critical for ERP. Overall, in terms of the department, your HR department is going to be the primary consumer for this particular process. There might be some other departments, but it's generally not as cross-functional as some of the other process. And that is the other driver that we have for this process. If a, a particular process is going to be very siloed for a department, typically that's not going to be as great candidate for the ERP. For the most part, the role of ERP is going to be to manage the cross functional process tightly integrated cross-functional and from the system boundary perspective you are going to have probably HCM involved you are going to have ERP involved in this particular process so that's number two number three on our list is issue to resolution process and this is your the whole RMA piece, the customer service piece, sometimes this might reside inside your CRM system. Some companies may have OMS, they might keep it inside that, but there is definitely going to be some sort of handshake with your ERP system. Um, the e-commerce systems might claim to keep that too. So this is going to be any sort of customer service component just because it touches the customer service workflow. That's why these systems claim to keep that. So that's why it is not as critical for the ERP. Some companies, when they are going to be very sophisticated in the customer service workflow, and that might impact the operational finance workflow, if your uh, services are going to be tightly integrated with your projects or your field service support is going to be tightly integrated with your projects or the jobs as well, then you might want to keep this inside your ERP. So again, uh, each company take very different approach in terms of how they keep the issue to resolution process. And that's why it is not as critical for your ERP. And that's why it is at number three. Now, number four on our list is lead to code process. And when you look at lead to code process, sure, some companies might want to keep this inside ERP system just because they might not use any CRM system at all. But for the most part, lead to code, when you have that interaction, you don't really have any sort of financial interaction things are not as serious and the data sets that you are going to require there are going to be very loose as well. You might not have as much information available to be able to create that business object that your ERP is going to require. So that's why lead to code process typically resides inside your 
CRM system. Most companies are going to keep there, but some companies may still keep inside ERP. So that's why it is not as critical and it is at number four on our list. Number five on our list is campaign to lead. And this is one step before your lead to code process where you are releasing some sort of campaign and then you are getting some sort of lead. Now, ERP systems take very different approach, even though they are going to claim that, you know what, we can do campaign to lead. But from their perspective, the only thing they are going to do from the campaign perspective is they can design the campaign, meaning you can export the list. And after that, the actual distribution of that campaign, the actual me measurement of the campaign happens inside your marketing automation system. The ERP systems are simply going to keep the financial aspect of the campaign so you don't lose the traceability. Okay, which campaign worked, which campaign did not work, which resulted into your lead. So that is going to be the scope of ERP. But depending upon the architecture, so let's say if you don't use any sort of marketing automation system, you might keep the entire process inside your ERP. But for the most part, it is not as critical as some of the other processes. And that's why it is at number five on our list. Number six on our list is contact to enroll process. And contact to enroll is going to be relevant for industries. For example, let's say if you have some sort of membership or you are university, not-for-profit, they are going to, or you are selling any sort of subscription-based offering, they are going to have the KPIs uh, or the workflow they are going to measure based on the contact. So first, you are going to make some sort of contact. And after that, you are going to have some sort of funnel where you are going to be enrolling them in some sort of offering or subscription or whatever that might be, or a course. So that's where this process is going to be relevant. Now, depending upon the financial involvement, how tightly integrated this process is with your ERP system, some companies might want to keep this inside their specialized subscription management software. Some uh, companies might want to keep this as part of your HCM software, if that is going to be part of your university workflow. So depending upon the process type, this could belong in many different systems. The ERP is only going to keep the functionality mainly from the finance and operations perspective, where the process is going to be tightly integrated with your finance. Either it is going to impact the cost or billing or some sort of financial workflows. That's when it is going to touch the boundary of ERP. So that's why it is not as critical. And that's number six on. Number seven on our list is expense to pay. And expense to pay process might be tricky as well, even though most ERP systems are gonna have some sort of TNE component, time and expense component uh, included as part of the ERP system. But the scope of those processes, when you have to, let's say, bill those expenses to a customer, if that is gonna be part of a project or cost, then you are keeping that. But there are more functionality that you might require for the expense to pay process. And these are gonna be expenses that you are paying to your employees, whether they are traveling or they are going to a client site, uh, whatever may be the case, you are paying them. And sometimes you might have things such as your credit card that you need to maintain so that they can manage their own expenses. And after that, you are going to have a little reconciliation flow that you need to reconcile all of these uh, expenses you need to record, but that all might happen 
inside a specialized TNE software. And the, the TNE software might have the capabilities such as, you know, record your expenses uh, using a mobile app or something like that. Sometimes that might not be available inside your ERP system. It might not be as friendly. So that's why it is not as critical for the ERP systems, even though they might support that mainly from the billing and costing perspective. So that's number seven. Now, number eight on our list is recruit to hire and recruit to hire is it's uh, a step before your hire to retire. So here, this is the recruitment process. Your HR department is going to be involved here. For the most part, when you are doing recruit to hire process, it does not necessarily touch your ERP system. There might be some ERP systems that might support the recruitment process, but that is going to be too slow for the majority of the recruiters to be able to use this. Uh, for the most part, if your recruitment organization is not going to be as big, they might manage their processes inside spreadsheets, uh, or they might use some sort of ATS system to be able to track if they are doing very heavy re recruiting. So depending upon the workflow, depending upon what kind of business model you have, the recruit to hire process rarely touch your ERP system, and that's why it's not as critical, and that's why it is at number eight on our list. Now, number nine on our list is return to refund, and this is going to be that whole return process where customers are returning the products or services and then they have to go through the whole life cycle of refund as part of this you might want the material that they have before you release the shipment so there is going to be a little bit of quality control there there's going to be uh, you know a little bit of handshake overall from the from your order to cash process perspective. So here, because uh, the shipment needs to be released and it needs to be processed, uh, if you are simply replacing parts, it has to go through very different workflow. So all of this is going to be part of that process. For the most part, this has very tight integration with your order to cash process. And that's why most companies will keep it inside your ERP system. But some companies might keep inside your e-commerce system, depending upon the, um, the customer type. Uh, if it is going to be consumer, if they are paying by the credit card, that might reside inside your uh, e-commerce system. So again, the needs vary based on the business, based on the architecture. Uh, and that's why this one is not as critical for the ERP. And that's why it ranks at number nine. Number 10 on our list is market to order. And this is going to be the whole marketing workflow where you are trying to market and then finally you are getting some sort of order, um, you know, as part of this process. So the whole marketing piece in general, the companies are going to keep either inside your uh, CRM system or marketing automation system. They generally don't touch uh, an ERP system unless there is going to be an order. You might keep the whole funnel from your lead to opportunity to your put your order inside ERP system, but the marketing piece typically resides inside your CRM system. So depending upon the industry, how the process is structured, this process might be in multiple systems, and that's why it is not as critical for the ERP, and that's why it ranks at number 10 on our list. If you enjoyed this video, we are going to include the link of an article that is going to have much deeper analysis. So check that out. This podcast is also available on uh, Google, Spotify, and Apple. So you might want to subscribe there. We publish these videos on a weekly basis. If you have not hit the subscribe button on YouTube, you might want to do that. Also, if you have not checked our digital transformation report for 2000.
Recipe. We include the links. Check that out. On that note, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.